Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And you know, Rachel, it is 2020, a brand new year. I'm so excited about all the things that God has in store for us. But you know, I I sometimes fall into not so great habits and routines. And I know that we've talked about the one word and that's great for my overall vision of things. But Mm -hmm. there are there are things that I just need to get a hold of that maybe are going to be like simple, like me. <laughs> you know, I need I need life to be something that I can get a hold of and uh, not feel like it's overwhelming at times. And and mm-hmm. my one word gives me direction. But there are some things I saw this list of six healthy habits, and I'd kind of like to start off with that because maybe if we can wrap our brain around just these six things, not only will we create better habits, but we'll kind of be able to go check. I did that and feel successful. Like, I don't know about you, but when I have a list in front of me, there's something so exciting about checking it off the list and going, all right, I did it. Touchdown. That's my way of touchdowning. This week, I've thought about this multiple times. If I could have one wish granted, it would be that I would feel that sense of happiness at crossing something off a list that so many of my friends talk about experiencing. To me, Lou... It doesn't make me happy to cross things off my list. It makes my list look messy. The It does not motivate me to, ooh, if I go do this now, I'll get to put a line through that or I'll get to put a check across that. I wish that that motivated me. It doesn't. It makes me upset that my list looks messy now. But what I do like is that sense of momentum. When you finally get yourself up and going and working on your to-dos or, or you know tackling that thing you've been putting off, even if it's a small small thing that I accomplish, that sense of momentum I love. And that makes me want to do the next thing and do the next thing. Absolutely. I, I get that. And, you know, now my uh, my phone updated and now my notes in my phone allows me to make a checklist that when I get it done, boom, I just touch it and it checks it off. Makes me a happy girl. And maybe it would stress oh. you out, but I... Love it. Well, you know, even with taking down my Christmas decorations, you know, I look at my house and I love, love, love the way I feel when it's all decorated. But when I know it's over, I'm not only ready to take them down, but I get a little bit anxious thinking, oh, there's so much. Why do I do this every year? <laughs> and so here's how I've learned to tackle that little project. I take it in stages and I give myself two to three days to get it all down. And what I do is I start, okay, I'm going to take one room at a time and I'm going to clear everything out of that room 
and put it on the dining room table. Then I'll take everything out of the next room and put it on the dining room table so that when I'm ready to start putting everything in totes, it's there and it's it's manageable. So mm-hmm. for me, breaking things down into pieces like that and allowing myself to have breaks in between where I don't feel like I'm going to vomit before I get done with it. I mean, if I'm honest. But mm-hmm. do you do that? Do you break things down into bite-sized pieces? Yes, I have. Like for Christmas, there's the outdoor lights and decorations. Those get put away on one day. There's a tree downstairs and there's a tree upstairs. And on a, another day, I'll do the downstairs tree. And on another day, I'll do the upstairs tree. So same thing. It, but, uh, you know, I it's always also... To put my decorations away, I'm weaning myself off of the lights, and I love the lights, especially in the, you know, dreary winter. It helps me to take the lights away a little bit at a time, yeah, and to break it up into stages, because it's fun to put all the decorations out. It's less fun to put them all away. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have asked Alexa on more than one occasion, put away the decorations, and she is so stubborn. She won't do it. Sometimes she's good for nothing, you know. She doesn't unload the dishwasher. She doesn't do her share of the laundry. (sighs) Well, here's the thing. I want to talk about some habits that we can get into for the new year that won't be overwhelming, but may give us that sense of accomplishment. Like we're doing something every day that will help us be better. Here's one on the list. Wake up a half an hour earlier. So how do you feel about that? You know how I feel about that. I am not a morning person. So that would get translated, that goal or task or whatever would get translated in in my life to go to bed a half hour earlier. Um, Because I'm a night owl. So um, yeah, it would make more sense for me to say to myself, go to bed earlier. And then I'm probably going to naturally wake up a little earlier. uh, Rick came in the other day because, you know, it's we we aren't back to school yet uh, at the university. So we're both home, which is nice in the mornings, except that he's an early morning riser and definitely a morning person. And so when he hears that I'm up, he always comes to like seek me out in the house, you know, to say hello and good morning which is super sweet but if I'm not awake yet <laughs> like he started walking toward me the other day I started backing up he's like what's the matter I said it's early <laughs> he's like okay got it <laughs> yeah I love that because that gives us the opportunity to do some things get our body ready for the day Now, I started doing that when my kids were very young because I realized that was the only time of the day that I had to myself was early morning time. So that has been a routine and tradition for me. Now, I will say I could still get up a half an hour earlier uh, than what I currently do, which I'm up by 530. But I think... I'm going to try this. I'm going to try getting up at five because now that my husband's retired, he likes to get up with me. And as much as I love, love, love him, I miss that time in the morning when I really can be in God's word. I can just be quiet and have my coffee and sit in the in the 
room with just the lamp on and, you know, have that little peaceful yeah. time before anybody yeah. opens their mouth. You know, I think you and I both need that coffee mug that that I think I've shared with you before. It says something like, shh. And then as you go down, the, the as you're drinking the coffee, it says, okay, I'm awake now. All right, now you may speak by the time you get to the bottom. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I just need to s- take pictures of where I'm at in the cup and text those to Rick so that he'll have a status update of when it is safe to come talk to me. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so here's number two. So we're talking about six healthy habits that we can get into for the new year that really aren't overwhelming. We can all do it. This one says, make your bed every morning. Now, my hubby makes our bed every morning, so I don't have to do that. He does it, but that's like something that he checks off the list for himself because that makes him feel happy. Do you make your bed every morning? I do, but um, my bed has a, uh, a very fluffy um, down comforter on it. And there's a, I have a down comforter on it year round. I have a, a summer weight one and a winter weight one. And so I, all I have to do is like just pull that up, like just a yank and the bed is made. The reason I like it is because it has, um, it looks fluffy. And so I like to see it, the little individual sewn pockets of the down and I won't set things on my bed because I don't want to smush down the fluffy pockets of down feathers. So you're, are you noticing a pattern here? I don't want to mess up my to-do list. I don't want to, I don't want to mess up my fluffy bed. Um, so a, a down comforter is super easy to make. You know, you just yank the thing forward and then I don't put anything on my bed because I don't want to mess it up. But I have very strong memories of being a child and being at one of my grandmother's homes and she was meticulous about her bed and she had the bedspread and the 14 coordinating throw pillows that had to go in a certain order and you couldn't sit on her bed once she made her bed and making her bed was a two-person process so I'd have to stand on the other side and help and um, I do remember thinking to myself I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> this, this is taking up to, this is way too important in my book, you know, like, so I went through a phase when I didn't much make my bed because I de- had decided I don't want to be a make your bed person J- just because, you know, it was an extreme reaction to my grandmother. But then I found I don't like walking in my room and it looks all messy. If it's before 1030 a.m., if I walk in my room and it's unmade, I am tempted to get back in it. I do make my bed, but I have a rather simple bed making process. And I don't tuck in the folded sheet, uh, the, the flat sheet all the way around. Well, I'll tell you, that stresses me out. And my hubby loves all the coordinating pillows. And so that's why I kind of gave up on making the bed years ago because I couldn't do it the way he liked it done. So mm-hmm. I just said, you know, he was in he was in retail merchandising for years. So he knows how it should look in a store. So that's what mm-hmm. our bed looks like but my girlfriend takes it to another level Cheryl she will iron the sheets and make sure that every corner and everything is tucked 
in such a way. There's not a wrinkle anywhere. And I, I just want to go take a nap when I think about doing that. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah, that was my grandmother. She ironed her sheets as well. But I do agree with the basic premise of making your bed each day. And it's kind of that first thing, that first sense of accomplishment, you know, that first sort of task that you accomplish. And then you can look at it and see that it's done and the room instantly looks more tidy. Absolutely. So we're talking about six healthy habits that we can get into this year that maybe aren't overwhelming. We talked about getting up earlier or going to bed earlier, making your bed every morning. What about meditating before work? Now, uh, you know, that's the world's uh, terminology for that. But uh, even praying before you get started during the day. I know that oftentimes I just race right into my day and I notice it later. I notice how things kind of get sideways because I didn't start the right way. And for me, if I just start out and say, Lord, this is your day. Help me to live it so that I will do the things that are important on your list. And, and here's another thing that I've learned to do at night. I will write down everything that makes me worry or be anxious you know, maybe I'm thinking about something with my kids or I'm thinking about something that's coming up and I will write it down. And as I write it down, I say, God, this is now in your hands. Help me to release it into your hands. It's just a simple prayer as I write down those things. But to me, that helps me meditate uh, on the things that keep my mind from being cluttered with the unnecessary. Yes, I do know that I have a tendency in some some mornings, occasionally, yes, when I go to bed, my mind is racing with what I need or want to do, but more often it's when I wake up and there's so many things I want to accomplish today, and then that can wind up overwhelming me and paralyzing me. So I very much do like to start my day with something that I feel centers me, whether it's a time of prayer or, you know, a devotion or whatever it might be. That does kind of help me come out of third gear. (laughs) And of course, if you've read something, you know, inspiring, or you've read a psalm or a proverb or something like that, um, it's amazing how that comes to mind and it seems to apply. (laughs) I think it's key to find some kind of a devotion to go through uh, our devotions on Encouragement Cafe, but I also read the uh, uh, several others, you know, Jesus Calling and My Utmost for His Highest. And those things kind of get my brain in the right mindset to get my day off on the right foot. Yes. And um, one of my that's kind of one of my things that I like to do in the mornings. And it's kind of why I don't want to talk to anybody else physically, verbally, but I very much like to talk to other people on the page, if that makes sense. I'd like to sit down with with something that I'm reading or, um, you know, I can talk to God. I just don't want the physical person and voice in the morning until I've had my coffee and I'm awake. So I'm good with God before my coffee and I'm good with an author in a book before my coffee. I, I totally understand that. So as we're looking at 2020, And finding ways that can help us do it better. You know, we're always looking for those things that, you know, none of us are perfect and we're not going to be perfect until we get to heaven. But there are things that we could do 
to make our life less crazy and less complicated. And so we're looking at six healthy habits. We talked about waking up a half an hour earlier, going to bed a half an hour earlier, making our bed every morning, and then meditating, praying, uh, talking to God, doing those things that get our brain centered on the right stuff. Well, what about something like, and I know you're probably going to disagree with me on this, preparing your meals ahead of time. There's nothing worse than it being 4.40 p.m. and you realize you have no food at home, no idea what, what's for dinner, and the people around you are looking at you hungrily, <laughs> you know? That's like no fun when you're in that stressed out, what am I going to make, you know? And then you feel like a slight failure as a wife and mom and homemaker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm good with meal planning. And, uh, I mean, the crock pot, I think, was one of my favorite inventions because, um, you know, you could put it in at any point. I, I know a lot of my friends use these uh, meal services like HelloFresh. There are several of them where they send you a box of um, ingredients and a recipe card and every spice and everything that you need to make that dish. And so um, I think what helps for me is to ha not have to think about what's for dinner at 4.40 p.m. I do better if I think about that at 10 a.m. or I think about that two days before when I'm at the grocery store and I buy meals. I'm going to make this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday. So I'm good with meal planning. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite memories was my sister-in-law, who I adore. She's been such a good mentor in my life, my entire life. But one of the things that I remember her doing every Sunday was making a menu for the week. She knew what she was going to have. And that way, when she went to the grocery, she would buy the things that she needed for that week. And that carried over for me when I started having kids. I started doing that, and I would sit the kids down on Sunday night. I was so much more organized, honestly, when all of the kids were home. That more organized than I am now, because now we're kind of like on a whim, you know. What do you feel like? I don't know. But back when I had to be more organized, on Sunday night, I would uh, give the kids an assignment. Like, every kid had a day that was their day. And on their day, they did dinner. And they would also do their laundry that day. They would do uh, feeding the, the pets that day. They, they just had things that were on their list for their one day of the week. And so I would say, okay, what do you want to fix for your meal on Thursday? Sometimes it was grilled cheese and soup. Great. So I had all of these meals figured out on Sunday night, I would go to the store, buy everything, and we were good to go. That was so much less stress because everybody was kind of assigned to help. And nowadays, it's just me and hubby, and I haven't trained him well yet. <laughs> I mean, he'll help out if I ask him to, but we're getting into this mode of, Okay, let's talk about healthier meals. Let's look up some recipes and let's prepare them and get them ready ahead of time. Let's do some of that sous chef stuff where you prepare some things and they're ready to mm -hmm. go so you don't have all of the prep to, to do right before the meal. You know, all, all the onions are chopped, all the 
peppers are chopped, everything's chopped up and in containers, so you're ready to go. And it, then it's fun. Then it's fun mm-hmm. to prepare together. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people like these um, meal kits. And I have not uh, subscribed to any of these meal kits. But my, my local Harris Teeter, even grocery store, now sells some meal kits there in the produce section. You just buy the box and there's everything you need in it to make this meal with the recipe and all of that. Um, it's not. It's definitely more economical to buy those ingredients yourself and come up with your own recipe to make. But sometimes when they're on sale, we've we've done those three or four times. And it is fun to just, you don't really have to measure anything. It's already measured, chopped, cut. You know, there's just, it's fun cooking when, um, it, again, to me, it's having to make all the decisions at 4.40 p.m. When I'm tired, I'm hungry, we're stressed. Um, I, how long is this going to have to bake? So what time does that mean dinner's going to be ready? Uh-oh, not until 7. <laughs> I don't I don't plan for an entire week at once, but I usually plan for two to four days at a time. Mm, I think that's excellent. Okay, so that's a healthy habit we can get into. Here's another one. Drinking eight glasses of water a day. I am not good at that. I try, but... I'm a coffee girl. I'll drink probably eight cups of coffee. Not really. But how can we get better at drinking our water because our body is really needing it for so many reasons, for health reasons, to just flush out all the toxins in our body? How can we make that a priority in 2020? Well, I do. I didn't always drink water because I thought it tasted boring. There were so many more interesting things to drink, like coffee or soda or tea or whatever it might be. But I'm actually pretty darn good at drinking water now. I I almost always have a glass of water at my desk. I have a glass of water beside my bed. Um, I almost always have a gla- I have one in, that I take in the car, so I almost always have water with me. I think that helps. Um, I also have uh, reminded myself that sometimes I mistake hunger for thirst or thirst for hunger rather. I think I'm hungry, but really I'm thirsty. And so I don't want to gain weight by eating more calories than I need. So I will usually drink water before I have a snack just to see if maybe the water does it. That's Um, a great, great idea because I, I know that when I drink water, I... I piece on things less. So that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've done, we each have one of those uh, Yetis, my hubby Mm -hmm. and I. And so we will fill that up with ice water. And I think some of the times we haven't had water in the past as often as we should because it just wasn't cold. It, you know, it wasn't protected. Well, now we have these lids on it. And we've, we will refill that more and more often. So drinking eight glasses of water a day is easier if we do it that way. All right, last mm-hmm. thing on the number six, six healthy habits, journal every day. Now, Rachel, you do a marvelous job of that. And I, am, I don't journal every day. But when I'm not journaling, I try to do a little bit of art, which kind of I'm I'm working on my words through a picture instead of words. Yeah, I think that works. I think 
time to time to slow down time to pay attention to your thoughts like I love journaling because it gives me some distance it helps me see what it is that I'm thinking which sounds crazy because if you're thinking it you should know what you're thinking but a lot of thoughts are very automatic um, and unexamined and so when I journal it helps me see what it is I'm thinking it helps me see how I'm reacting to things and then I have the ability to make a choice if that's what I truly want to think or if that's what the word says um, and if that's how I truly want to react or if there's some way that I can choose to react differently that would serve me better. I love that and I love that you say uh, it's we live unexamined lives. So here we go, folks. Here's the challenge for the week. Let's try some of these six healthy habits. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others to do the same. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.